Welcome to PPR podcast number 99, brought to you by the San Diego Strike Force. My name is Paul. To the right is the undisputed star of the podcast, Grossman. Yes. Bert Grossman. Bert, introduce our hot seat guest. Anthony McMillan, Jr. from Modern Day Catholic High School. Two-way starter who, on that team of stars, didn't get... He got pushed down the marquee, Anthony. You should have, man, you were as, had as much to do with that win against Mission Hills as anybody, if not more. So uh, thank you for agreeing to join us. Thank you for having me. Uh, oh, we should mention. I have a question real quick. Okay. Because, Anthony, when you came on, you said y'all. Are you from Are you from down south? Uh, yes, sir. My uh, family is originally from Alabama. Oh, okay. How'd you oh, get out boy. here? Uh, military? Been out here for seven years. Was it Military. Oh, yes, sir. My dad's in the military. Oh, okay. What, what does he do? Oh, he's in the Navy. Oh, what, what's, what, what's his uh, job in the Navy? Um, he's an officer, so basically he's like, um, how do I explain that? Like, is he on a ship or is he on the ground or is he on land? He's on land. He's in a hangar. Oh, very cool. Yes, sir. Now you can do your sorry. All right, well, Anthony, we should mention, uh, not to bury the lead, that in a few days you're going to be making a big announcement here on KUSI. Have you, in your heart of hearts, decided where you're going to be playing your college football, or is that still uh, unde undecided at this hour? Now, nah, me and my family, we've already came to a decision, so just waiting for Friday. So I read about, I read something with you. So you're going to, even after you commit, you're going to take official visits to schools, right? Uh, yes, sir. Now, does that mean the commitment's soft and not a hard commitment if you're still going to check out other schools? Not necessarily. Like, the place I'm committing to, I'm hard committing, but at the same time, you still want to be able to find other places that you could see best fit yourself. But as of right now, I'm pretty hard committed. You want me, you want me to guess? Because I, I guess on every show, everybody's committing, so don't take this personal. All right? All right, where is he going to go? I'm saying Nevada. Why? I'm just saying, because I know these things. I had a crystal ball. Okay. Well, uh, obviously, you know, people people are hoping that you say San Diego State around here. You, you you realize that, right, Anthony? Yes, sir, I do. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Or let me, I, I'll tell you, this will help me uh, better understand. Are you being recruited on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball? Offensive side. All four. Of my top four is offensive side. Now, that put it, because you're kind of rare. I mean, you're, you're Division One recruit at both that hybrid D and outside backer and running back. Did you, is that kind of your pick? You wanted to be running back and that's part of the ways you narrowed down schools? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I, I just always played in running back more and I feel like my side best fits running back the way I can move. So I just really like playing running back a little more than the defensive side, so. So I also read, now tell me if I'm wrong. You're like 220, you were like a tank last year. I remember that Mission Hills game. I read you were trying to get down to like 205 though. Yes, sir. I am trying to get to 205. What are you at now? Uh, right now I'm at 215, so working my way down. All right. And, and why is it important to play at 205? Um, I just feel like it's more important because, like, I feel like it helped me get faster, more, a little bit more explosive, and that's ultimately when I want to get my top end speed higher, so my better acceleration as well. Can, can, I, can I ask a question? It, you, is Alabama than the dream school to go to? <laughs> uh, it has been since I was little, but, you know, if I don't end up there, then that's fine. Are, are they one of the final four? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. You don't go back to Alabama. Why not? 
because it's half, Alabama. Half of San Diego is going to be there. Uh, Julius Sam would be there and whatnot. All right. Well, uh, so but then let me add, right, just to go back, not to beat a dead horse here, but say as the senior year goes by, the yards pile up. You're ringing the bell, scoring a lot of touchdowns, and other schools start to take notice. Say like an SEC school of that nature were to call, you would take that visit. Yes, sir. Okay. So, so, he's, so, so why are you sorry. laughing at me about Alabama? I what? Because nobody wants to go to Alabama. You still got to live in Alabama. That's the problem. Ju- Julius Sand <laughs> Julius Sand is going to go. That's true. I got to ask him that. Uh, all right. Uh, what's modern day going to be like this year? Uh, you with uh, with uh, Coach Verlaine gone. Uh, Coach Verlaine leaving. Is it is it going to change your offensive philosophy? Do you think? Um, we're running the same offense really, so it's nothing really going to change. You know, we've lost a couple seniors. We lost a lot of seniors actually, but you know, a lot of our juniors and sophomores were stepping up. And, you know, we're going to take leadership and you know try to get back to the state championship. And Eddie Amon's the OC now, right? Yes, sir. So he was, yeah, he's been with Verlaine forever. So you'll run the same thing. What are you guys going to do on defense? Because you guys lost Aaron Jones, who's great. <laughs> um, same thing on the defensive side. We have Coach Cook as our um, defensive coordinator now, and he's been in the NFL, so he has a lot of experience. You know, we're coaching and seeing defenses, so we'll be fine on the defensive side. All right, now I got one. I got one. I'm gonna I'm gonna be your PR agent right now and tell you some advice. All right, you got to narrow these names down on like because this is your big senior year. It's it's I read Big Mac, Mac Truck, Iron Mac. You got to narrow it down to one because I always think it's three different people. <laughs> so what what do you want to be your you know because now it's all about name, image, and licensing, Anthony. I mean, what's going to be your what's going to be on your logo? What's going to be on your sneakers? Um, probably Iron Mac. Yeah, that's been the longest. Yes, sir. And then I think who started? One of the coaches started doing Mac Truck, and then I'm like, and then it was Big Mac, and I'm like, man, I think there's three different players at this well, point. Well, if he's down to 205, he's not going to be Big Mac. Anymore. Yeah, that's true. Or Mac Truck. Yeah. You might just be Iron Mac if you're 205. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. So what's happening right now in your life as you're getting the the school year? Is are you done with school yet? Oh, yes, sir. We finished school last week. So you're done with school. Now you spend the summer doing what? Um, Just really working out. We're at the dead period right now at Martyr Day, so we haven't had practice this past week and then this upcoming week. So it's really been getting in the weight room, working out, going to the field whenever, you know, making sure stay on par till season co- until practice starts coming back for summer workouts. Hey, take me back to – let's go back to last year for a second because I think – a lot of you guys started 0-4. There was a lot of injuries. Everybody thought it was just going to be this collapse. Um, then you win the state championship. Like, I want to ask you two questions. What goes on at 0-4 the next, you know, that week going into that with injuries and you're 0-4? And, and then after that, I want to ask you about the Dorsey, what the halftime talk was at Dorsey game. So what was um, it like 0-4? 0-4, it was just a humbling experience because after winning the state title, the year before, we kind of came in the season kind of cocky and everything. So getting on for really humbled us to show that we got to, like, put our heads back down and get right back to work. And now tell me about Dorsey at halftime. Because Paul and I were at that game, and we I remember, the, yeah. yeah I, I thought you guys were in trouble. That uh, the quarterback that they had was uh, running all over the place, making big plays. And I thought, uh-oh, the season's going to um, end right here. At halftime, it was really our, a lot of our defensive guys like DJ Overstreet, Trey Edwards, Chris Snyder. They just they took the team and they were just like, "Hey, man, we just got to step up and make plays." Like, it's not what the coach is calling. Like, he can call something, but we got to come out here and execute. So, 
they really just took the team and just gave that real good speech, and that's when we just came out of halftime and put it away. Yeah, I remember at halftime because we, we were talking, and it was like, I think it was you're down by 21, and, and Paul's saying you think you're going to win, and it's like, well, if, if you can't stop him, you can't come back. And then it was almost this little adjustment where Aaron Jones, like, moved Trey over a little bit, like, off the, off the guard, and then that made all the difference in the world at halftime, and then the second half was a totally different game. But I think we were most shocked about what went on at halftime. You say players, but there had to be some adjustments. Oh, there were adjustments. Um, Coach was just spreading the box out a little bit because uh, running inside, they were really weak running inside, and we could rally to that stuff. So we were just spreading them, uh, trying to spread our defense out. So if they tried to run outside, we would rally to it. So those mm-hmm. were the adjustments. Anthony, what do you like about the sport of football? Um, Really, I like the brothership of it, you know, playing with people. You know, y'all bond in a way that y'all both like, and y'all are probably have the same goal at the end, either getting to college football or NFL level. So really just bonding in the brothership. Did you play youth here or in Alabama? I played youth here. And where'd you play? What association? Uh, the South Bay Diablos. Oh, really? I never heard of them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, all right. Wow. Are they still around? Um, I don't think so. Not no more. <laughs> How did Clark Moses not steal you for the East Lake Panthers? Because <laughs> um, coaching, uh, it was Coach Broswell that was coaching me my whole life, really, since I moved out here. So um, I was with him with the South Bay, and then that's when he came to Marta Day when I went to high school. So is that when you come out of, out of youth or eighth grade, take me through your choices, I mean, high school-wise. Like, what, how do you pick Modern Day, and what were your other schools you were thinking about? Just enrolling. Um, that so I was thinking about Saints too. It was really between Modern Day and Saints because uh, I was talking to the head coach there. I forgot his name um, at Saints, and he was talking. Joe to my Kramer dad a lot. at the time, or was it Joe Kramer, or was it Sanchez? Joe Kramer? I, I think it was Coach Kramer. Yes, sir, yeah. Coach Kramer. He was talking to my dad a lot and everything, and you know, we were ultimately deciding to go with Saints. But that's when Coach V started talking to my dad and Coach Joyner. Um, was talking to him about Coach V coming and everything, and I was playing for Team Akashi in the eighth grade. So when Coach V was talking about he was going to go over there, and Coach Jordan was telling my dad about how modern day is and like the academics of it, my dad was like, it's a no-brainer to go to modern day. So what happens with, give me your opinion, because you're a senior now, you can say whatever you want. The Makasi <laughs> pipeline leaves modern day. Is that going to hurt modern day down the road, or is it not going to hurt no, modern sir. day? No, sir. Not we'll at see, all? We'll, modern day will be fine. All right. You, why, sound, you why, sound like Coach Joyner right why now. Why will they be fine? I mean, the, the Mikasi pipeline was pretty prevalent. It brought, it brought a lot of those players from the state championships to modern day. Now, mm-hmm. if they all go to Mount Miguel, won't that leave you with a void of athletes? I know you still have ones that are still there. Or, it, or does geography play into it? Kids in the South Bay are going to want to stay I don't know. That's why I'm asking him. Okay. Well, please, Anthony, expand. Why? Why are you confident that Modern Day will be okay even without the Makasi pipeline? Um, uh, I just feel like Coach Jordan knows how to do his thing. You know, Coach Jordan is a real good coach. The coaching staff we have now are really good, and I just feel like players when they feel that energy, they will want to go to Modern Day. Obviously, Mount Miguel with Coach V and that team Makasi. Uh, coaching staff, they're going to be really well, it's really nice too, but I just feel like Coach Jordan knows how to do his thing as well. Mm-hmm. So you had a pretty good quarterback last few years. Huh. 
But you have a pretty good quarterback coming up, uh, Purvis. He's he's pretty special, actually, and he's young. So what do you see out of him? Um, Cartel, he's – I think he's one of a kind. Like, um, he has a strong arm. He could throw the ball 75 yards. Like, he has a strong arm. He knows how to make reads. He can get the ball where it needs to get to, and he's just really smart. It's just he has to come in and just grow up, grow up, essentially. So – but – I feel like he's going to do perfectly fine and exceed really well this season. Is the running back a big part of the modern-day passing game? It seems like it was downfield throws. Well, Mosley got hurt then. You guys had Mosley, he got hurt, and then it kind of... Yes, sir. Um, the throwing with the running back, yes, sir, we run like little like check-down routes, like slide and stride, that's what we call them. It's like a little five-yard out, just if nothing's there, the quarterback can throw a quick check-down to get upfield real quick. So I feel like the running back is a big part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the game on, what's the game on your schedule you got circled? Is it Lincoln again? Are you playing Lincoln again? Yeah. Yeah, sir, we play Lincoln again. I was thinking Carlsbad or Lincoln. One of those two, probably both of them. Well, Car- you open against Carlsbad, right? No, we open against Cathedral. Then, then Carlsbad, so same as last year? Yes, Man, yes, that's sir. a tough one-two punch. Who, sk- who makes your schedule? You're, you're supposed to start out you know you gotta sign like two, three, or four-year contracts. You gotta sign at least two, one there, one but here. I know, because that was kind of pr- the problem is you guys got hurt last year, and then you had this murderer's row, or you had Cathedral. They got it again. Too. So you're all, so the schedule looks like last year's schedule. Uh, yes, sir. Almost identical. We're missing two games from the Red Mountain game, and then the Central game. So we always do this a lot. Um, Tell me, because nobody knows anything about, it was like last year, everybody knew everything about modern day and everything about Lincoln. And I don't know if it was too early, but it's like we know nothing about modern day right now. Yeah. If this year's coming up team that you have played last year's modern day team, what would be the score? (laughs) I always ask these bad questions. You got to go with them. Come on. Oh, okay. I think last year's team, they would beat this year's team. Like like beat the brakes off them or just beat them? I'll give them by like two or three scores, maybe. All right. Well, then that does not bode well for, I, I assume Lincoln's coming to your place, right? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, because Lincoln appears to be loaded again. Are you they, worried about them? They are, but I feel like last year's team, Lincoln's team, was something special. I don't think this year's team is as powerful as last year's team. Oh, goodness. But All right. We'll see week four. I'm not going to say too much. Right. Well, I, I guess we'll find out. Um, well, no matter what happens, I mean, you're still gonna you're still gonna graduate with two state championships. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, not a bad four. Ninety nine percent of the people don't graduate with one. I don't think I don't know how many graduate yeah, with two. I mean, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, give us an idea what an, a, a workout for you is like right now. Take us through. How, how long are you in the gym, and what does it entail? Um, like an hour and a half, two hours ish, like. I walk you through one of my leg days, you know, we'll go in, we'll jump rope for 10 minutes and then we'll get like a 10 minute stretch. And then we'll always start off leg days with squats, different variations, we either do jump squats, sit squats, um, or we'll just go heavy or we'll do speed squats. And then we'll just do like little circuits, like um, we'll go leg press, single leg, um, single leg squats, Barbarian squats, single leg splits, like it's just different circuits and that lasts about an hour, hour and a half. And then after that we do abs at the very end and then we'll call it a day. 
You don't do your own like special stuff on the side other than it's Coach Cox does your thing, right? Oh, yes, sir. So you don't do anything special on your own like weekends, like something crazy with logs and sand or anything like that, the beach? Oh, oh no, nothing crazy. On the weekends, usually I just go to the field and work out like on field work, like my footwork and everything like that. That's why you're 215 and not 205 right now. Yeah, you got to think you're crazy in the, in the, in the is, sand. Is the fear like, like, you, you you know the kids in Carlsbad are on the field practicing and working out. You know the kids at Lincoln are. Is the fear that you can't even miss a day because you know the people that you're going to be playing against never miss a day? Is that is that what motivates you to never miss a day at the gym? Um, it does because. You think about it like the teams we're playing, they're putting in just as much work as we are. So it's like we need to go out there and put more work just so we can be better prepared and better fit for them. Mm -hmm. Who's your best friend on the team? Uh, Isaiah Buxton and Cartel Purvis. <laughs> so Isaiah's going to Arizona. Oh. Uh -huh. Is right. Arizona in the Final Four? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Who's, wow. the, who's the Final Four? San Diego State. Arizona, Nevada State, and San Jose State. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, so Isaiah Buxton, best friend, committed to Arizona. Why don't, why don't more guys stay at San Diego State, in your view? I don't know, personally. They're a really nice school. I've been there a lot, like six or seven times. They're a real nice school. The coaching staff is really well put together. They know what they're doing. So me, personally, I don't know. But Isaiah, he just told me he just best sees himself at Arizona, so... I respect his decision, you know, he is my best friend, so I'm gonna support him always, so. Is it part of the growing up experience is moving away from home? Is that part of it? Uh, I feel like in a way, but at the same time, it's like, if you best see yourself, if you best see yourself somewhere, then you would rather go there than somewhere else, if that makes sense. So if you, you and Isaiah talked about how you're gonna decorate the dorm room and all? Yet or not. So, so you're now you're switching. <laughs> I might be switching now. You're switching to Arizona? <laughs> I might have to All right, now. well, let me ask you a barbaric question. Does NIL factor into any of these decisions? Mm, it doesn't completely dictate it, but in a way, a little bit, yes, sir. Yeah, it's always nice to have a little spending money. Well, how does that work? When you're getting recruited, do they, let's say, do they, I mean, how does that conversation go now in 2023 as far as recruiting? Who brings up the issue... The question of money. Um, the coach. <laughs> yeah, don't a lot of them have the the you know the Is NIL it? collaboration, and they all all the players get a certain amount now, not just one player getting a lot. I think a lot of schools, all the players get a certain amount, right? Uh, yes, sir. So, so we all might get thirty. If you come here, you get thirty thousand, and if you go to San Diego State, their their fund might be twenty thousand. But that and that conversation happens. How many minutes into the conversation? Um, probably like more like towards the end, a little bit. You don't want to like jump out the gate with it and seem like I would. You know, I'm just asking for money, but towards the end, kind of. why not? <laughs> well, I, I, Anthony, I, I've never been recruited by anybody, and nor will I ever be. And I'm just curious how it works now. Is that something that you know, like when you sat down with all these schools? Did you already know what the NIL plan was at all four schools? Is is that something kids know about every school who who the who the top payers are and who are the low payers? Um, I just think the um, I think more so like it's different programs of the school because some certain schools have like different NIL programs so like they can personally connect you 
with the different um, opportunities around. So I feel like the coaches will bring up the program, but they won't get like too much into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me ask, because if I was your age, br- br- bringing in that kind of money, it would a year from now that money would be gone. How do you I think ha- you get it every year? You get like a okay two years salary. from now, four years later, it would be gone. Mm-hmm. Like I would advise you to sock it away and put it in the bank and not even touch it. Yes, sir. Do you have people around you now? You have to be fiscally. You have to have fiscal advice. Do you not? Is that what mom and dad do? Well. My dad, my mom, that, that's what they do. It's really my mom, though. My mom told me, she was like, it's, if that check hits, you're not touching it. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of stories about people, you know, getting a lot of money and ending up going, you know, losing it. So she was like, you just got to be smart with your money and, you know, not spending it on things that can come later. I don't think I could have handled NIL money in college. Well, yeah. I couldn't handle NFL money out of yeah, college, yeah. let alone NIL. Well, well, th- that's my advice because, young man, if, you're, if, you're, if you don't touch it and say you play for four years, you know, that, that's, that's a down payment on a home. Yes, sir. I mean, or you think like that or, I don't know. So, it, it, you know, making the first $100,000 $100, in your life is the toughest 100000 to make. So who's going to decorate the dorm room, you or Isaiah? And that, what do you guys, what are you going <laughs> to is it good? Like, I'm not gonna say nothing yet, but it might. We might not be in the same dorm. We might be, you know, Friday. Uh, I might have to change mine. Explain me. Uh, all right, so Brandon's gonna be. W- w- tell us about the announcement. Where's it gonna happen? Uh, it's gonna happen at K- KSI. So you're coming in. You're gonna be on the patio. Who's who's all who's all coming? Um, mom, dad, sister, brother. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have cartel there actually, and Isaiah was gonna come, but he's gonna be in Arizona that week or uh, that Friday. And then I'm going to have two of my family members, and I'm going to have Coach V come in. Very cool. Well, I, well, I got. so is Isaiah going to head to Arizona to look for apartments for you guys, or what? Sure, you let it go. First of all, go. I don't want to ruin it for Brandon, and I, I'm still holding on for San Diego State. I thought it was Nevada when I walked in yeah, here. I don't right. know. You know, I'm still holding on. Because, I, you know, Anthony, the way I look at it, it's going to take someone, you know, like we need the next Marshall Falk, that athlete who, who maybe could have gone some other places, but stayed whole close to home and then ignited the program and took them to a, back into the stratosphere you know and it's going to just be take one local kid like yourself to maybe do that and you know i it's, you can always hope right yeah we got we got I mean, there's worse places to play than snapdragon is there not yeah snapdragon is real beautiful i went there on the season opener against arizona snapdragon is beautiful it's real beautiful how hot was it at that game against arizona it was hot. I think it was like, I might, I might be wrong, but it felt like 90s. It was yeah, hot. It was probably warmer than that. Hey, um, what factors, as you make this college decision, what were the, how much input did your parents have? How much input did Joyner have? What were the things that you were looking for? Is it just about football? Does academics factor in? Does weather factor in? What, tell us, give, give us an idea of what you were looking at. Um... My parents, Coach Joyner and Coach V, they were all really saying the same thing. They were just like, "Yeah, you can see that you can see yourself there playing football there, but could you see yourself there like getting a degree, uh, whatever you want to major in? Can you see that place, you know, really taking that and running with it? Because like, yeah, I'm gonna play football there, it'd be really good, but like, what am I gonna do after football? And can that school set me up for that the best they can? And what do you plan to study? Uh, financial business. 
Oh, well, see, now that's where the NIL money is going to come into play because you'll have something to work with, the way to invest and... I got another question. Go. Back please. to my thing because I'm putting this puzzle together. Alabama, you played at warm. San Diego, you played at warm. You ever played in, like, the snow and the cold? Um... No. I played in like cold weather. Dorsey here. was cold. Like, that was not. That's not cold. It was, cold. it was wet and cold. That was not cold. Trust me. So in Nevada, oh, downy, it's, it's downy, downy. Yeah, downy. That, that's what I'm that was not. You thought that was cold. That means you never played in the cold. Downy well, it cold. Like, it was like. 50, 60 degrees. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, goodness. Anthony, you're now... Uh, now I'm crossing now Nevada you're, off. You're, you're coming off of... <laughs> now I'm crossing Nevada off the list. Now I'm straight <laughs> well, on Arizona. I, I, I'm going to have to... Wherever, wherever I go, I might have to adapt a little. Like, if I go to Nevada, it's cold out there. I might have to adapt, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, you played in, you played in 60-degree weather, according to you, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, a couple questions. As we wrap this up, uh, one... Talk, who's had the biggest influence in your life? What's the best piece of advice that you have received that you'd like to share with young people that are watching this? Um, um, that's a really good question. I have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Nobody can answer um, Paul's questions. Don't worry about it. I think it's just a generic saying. A lot of people said it's talent. Um, Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard because it's like you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not constantly putting work in, it's going to mean nothing. Talent's going to mean nothing. True. Oh, that was brilliant. True. S say that again. Hard work beats talent? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm. All right. I've never heard that before. I haven't either. <laughs> who told <laughs> Why do you say everybody says that? Neither one of us ever heard that. Thought, who who, who well, taught I've you that? that? I've heard, oh, uh, like my coach just told me from youth. My dad's told me that, Coach V. Like, a bunch of different coaches said Jeez. that. <laughs> we're lazy, so we don't even know. That's like a different yeah, language, yeah, yeah, so we're lazy. And then lastly, you know, we have this little thing here. Are you familiar with the Prep Picks Report? Uh, yes, sir. So if, if you were to see yourself make the final five, you'd, you'd come to the gala, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. That's in November. I just want to make sure because you know oh, we got we got a lot of trouble with Modern Day or, or last year. I want to make sure that there are no hard feelings. You you'd come if you're in the if you make if you make the podium, you're gonna come to the show. Yes, sir. I'll be there. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, hey, uh, listen. We we appreciate. You kept them too long again. Uh, well, we said 25 minutes. Uh, Anthony, thank you for doing this. I will be watching with keen interest Friday. I think a lot of people will be. Uh, what, what hour are you doing it in? Uh, 4.30. 4.30. Anthony McMillan Jr. will be making his college decision known live on KUSI. Anthony, it is the most fun of all. Back in the day, we started this way back in 2003 with Todd Dort. Uh, Doxy, Todd Doxy from Hoover, he, he, he committed on our gala, and since then, over the 20 years I was in the sports department, man, we did dozens and dozens and dozens of these, and to me, it's the most special thing KUSI does, to, and it's very cool that you share the moment with us. It means a lot to us that uh, we could be part of it. And, well, thank uh, you for having me there, of course. Oh, you bet. We're, and I'm looking forward with keen interest. I will be tuned in, okay? Yes, sir. All right. In the meantime, get to your workout. And everybody, podcast number 99, a special guest for 100, right? I'm trying, trying. Okay. Trying, special man. guest for 100. Uh, Anthony, thank you for being podcast 99, and I'll see you on the football field, okay? 
Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Podcast is over. Mm.